0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I.com.
1: Welcome to the ID10T podcast number 1040. Say, if you live in America, so do I. And I'll be traversing this land of ours uh, for the Wizard Guitar Tour, which uh, starts January 24th and 25th. In Columbus, Ohio at the Columbus Funny Bone. And then uh, the following weekend in Philadelphia at Helium. And then other dates uh, booked through the summer right now. San Francisco, Sacramento, Brea, California, Portland, Oregon, Boston, Denver, Bloomington, Indiana, Minneapolis, Austin, Texas, Cleveland, Ohio, Nashville. Uh, Some dates in Florida, Phoenix later in the year. And then more dates to be added soon. If you go to ID10T.com slash tour, you can get uh, tickets and info on all that business, so come on out. I will be bringing the aforementioned wizard guitar with me, and uh, if you want high fives or you want me to sign something or whatever, then by all means. Okay, so let's talk about you, the ID10T community, events at id10t.com. Like Brandon, who writes, I make pictures out of tiny squares and post them online for fun. I'm, of course, talking about pixel art or 8-bit art, like the kind seen in retro video games. (laughs) Oh Brandon, I remember when this—well, those were just called video games Because uh, I'm old Anyway, he says it's been a hobby of mine for about five years And I've started a YouTube channel to share tutorials, narrated time lapses, and concept to completion videos Check it out if you're interested in slinging squares or just looking for a new and unique art channel It is youtube.com slash bjgpixel Or uh, his work on Instagram is brandonjamesgreer G-R-E-E-R, G-R-E-E-R uh, And again, that is on the Instagrams Thank you, Brandon, for uh, putting some 8-bit art into the world. This episode is Michelle Monahan, uh, who has been on the podcast many times. She is a friend of mine that is also, who also happens to be a phenomenal actor. She's been in a ton of amazing stuff. Look her up, but you know who she is. And she is on a new Netflix series called Messiah, which is streaming right now. And uh, just a super cool lady who, um, I don't know, it was just a great conversation. It was just what, it was the first podcast recorded in 2020. We recorded this just a couple days ago. She came over to the house and uh, we just, it was like a nice catch up chat um, with some good nuggets of wisdom in there too. And she told me, by the way, about a documentary. I mean, she, she mentions it in, in the body of the podcast, but a documentary called The Biggest Little Farm, which Lydia and I watched on Hulu and it is phenomenal. Um, Michelle grew up on a farm. She knows from farm life, and, uh, but even if you don't know or know anything about farms or understand anything about farms, The Biggest Little Farm is such an amazing human story um, about this couple who decides to go just drop everything and go try to build a sustainable farm, and it is phenomenal. So I am not only... Pitching that you watch Michelle's show Messiah on Netflix, but that also you watch The Biggest Little Farm uh, on, uh, I, I think, I'm pretty sure we watched it on Hulu. Anyway, y- you have the resources to look it up. There's a, there's a very smart computer in your pocket that has access to the sum total of all human knowledge. You can find it. So that's that. This is the episode 1040 of the ID10T podcast with Michelle Monahan. Initiating ID10T protocol. we were gone for like a week and a half so we just kind of shut the house down and
0: let's let's bring it back to life dude
1: like like we came home and it was weirdly musty like we were really gone for a week (laughs) and a half Haunted.
0: Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. There's
1: there's ghost children in the house now. I don't think they That's were here exciting,
0: before. Exciting, dude! Oh my god,
1: Lydia would be thrilled. <laughs> she's convinced the house is haunted. Is she? Yes. Does,
0: does she see? Does she see ghosts, or do you see ghosts? I don't or? see anything. She right.
1: hears certain things. She's had multiple accounts of. I thought you came home. I yeah. heard the door close. I heard oh, someone. So I called out to you. You didn't answer. So I came downstairs, and you weren't. Your that's car so wasn't That's so interesting. Here. Have yeah. you ever
0: had like a medium or anybody come and like kind of? No,
1: I mean she would love that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's uh, there's an electrician who comes and works on the house, like when electrical stuff, obviously yeah. when electrical stuff goes down. And, and he worked for the previous owners of the house, and right. he said he's seen a lot of funky stuff.
0: Interesting. And
1: so, so she's she's all in.
0: don't lie; <laughs> they, they <No>.
1: never lie. <laughs> totally affordable. Yeah,
0: exactly. Always
1: on time. Exactly. No, I, but it's it is. Uh, yeah, so she's she's convinced. Yeah. She's like,
0: oh, that's so This house is
1: definitely haunted, and I'm like, it's definitely not. And <laughs> we, have a, we so we do you watch do you watch the ghost shows ever? Do you watch? No, the, I
0: well I've seen them. I have yeah. seen them, but I don't I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily watch them or whatever, but I do believe in all of that. Like you my, do, my, you yeah, do. Yeah, my husband's had a couple of encounters. Really? Yeah, in our old house in New York. I never have... Um, so it's kind of one of those things that, like, I really, I do believe it's it, it exists, but yet, you know, who it exists for yeah. is 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 like d- is different. Not I mean, I don't think that. I'm
1: a, I don't think I'm such a skeptic that if I turned the corner and there was just some like floating ghost, yeah. I'd be like, you're not real.
0: Of, I, yeah, exactly. of, of course, I would exactly. fully shit my
1: pants. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but I just have yet to
0: yet to encounter it. I just have yet, to and encounter I sort it. of don't want them in my in my house, right? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know what they're cool maybe yours. it's their
1: house michelle <laughs> maybe it's, it's their, their house
0: that's the thing yeah i don't know
1: I, I i i thought it'd be fun to pitch not that i you know really want to do this kind of show but i think it'd be fun to to do a show with lydia where we go and re- like because we like to restore houses yeah. we go and restore a house and part of the house restoration is she has to like cleanse it yeah and then i come in and i'm just i'm like seriously <laughs> what are you true. waving around what are, what are you burning in the house exactly. are you really we're doing this <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: so it's just that because I'm sure there are a lot of relationships where one is into it and the other person yeah. isn't
0: yeah and it's true and, and you are conflicting and you're like I, wanna yeah. like I don't want to know yeah I don't want to know right <laughs> like you know what I mean there's something underneath my bed or in my closet that's okay just oh
1: my sh- god! so so Pete has seen ghosts or yeah, he's, so he's
0: seen them. really yes oh my gosh yeah, he's he's seen them and he's had one experience where it was like pulling him out of bed. Oh, yeah. no, okay. Yeah, where he was like, it was a very visceral thing, and if he talks about it, he gets like, yeah. He gets really upset. He gets, like, that was, like, for real, and there was no denying it, and um, it, that was a really interesting Did your kids ever thing. do creepy things? No. Kids never seen creepy. Kids have never done, Willow, definitely not creepy. Tommy, I sort of think that he... I don't know. I don't know if he's got an imagination or if he sees things and likes to talk to them. But (laughs) uh, you know what I mean? That one, I'm not quite – he's like – he's a really interesting little kid. He's like very – He's like an empath, and you know, was born like a few minutes before Halloween. So, oh, I, no. I, oh my gosh! Yeah, so I always think like there's something else, a little deeper going on there with him. Oh but he's my a really gosh! Special kid. I'm telling you, if
1: Lydia could engineer a Halloween baby,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be it, right? <laughs> she would.
1: Yeah, I like. I wouldn't be surprised if in let's see. So if emerged, that would be uh, like
0: February. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day babies. And Valentine's Day. Cause, Valentine's cause, Day babies yeah. lead to that's yeah. what. That's where. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like a Valentine's Day situation. I wouldn't
1: be surprised if around April she was like, surprise. <laughs> No more birth control. Exactly. And we're having a Halloween baby. Yeah. And exactly. You're gonna like it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is our favorite How it's our yeah. favorite house. Yeah, exactly. Of all time. Oh, by the way, Pete is an Aussie, yes?
0: Yes, he How is,
1: is he with the So he's fires? he's
0: fortunately, you know, most of our friends and family are in Victoria, which okay. is the the state, the yeah. province below. Um, and they're doing okay. They're safe from the fires from now. But it is I mean, as we all can see it's absolutely it's un, it's, it's, it's unreal it's, we're it's just unreal. seeing this,
1: this this footage of these just poor like charred animals yeah. and and the the and it's the the sky is red i mean it yeah. must
0: it must seem apocalyptic yeah, it, it I, from the sounds of it, it is i mean I, we've got friends that are in Sydney that are just saying the, the just the air quality of course. I mean, of course, even if you're not impacted directly by the fires you're you're impacted by the smoke and yeah. the smoke now has come down to it's in now it's going to Victoria um, so even you know taking refuge at a beach and things like that you're still you know the, of course. the smoke inhalation all of that it's just uh, it, I mean and it's like half a million animals I think is the way that I understand it it's right now
1: really um, devastating I mean I'm so glad Pete's okay I'm glad yeah, he's okay thank I'm glad yeah, his family's, yeah, family's okay, okay but, but you know anybody that can go
0: out there you know I just put posted something on my on my um, Instagram actually so you can go to my Instagram and um, and there's um, places where you can directly make an impact right. and, and give assistance in any way shape or form so you know the thing is, I think that we all need to realize like this is just all of our problem, right? You know, right, and right. this is like what's happening there has happened here, not to that extreme, thank God, but it's possible that it could in anywhere else in the world, and so it's just so important to realize that we all need to make an impact, and, yeah. And, you know, even in our our daily lives, you know, even when some of our governments are not, right? You know that that we all realize that we we need to be responsible for you know our environment in this. Actual, very real climate fight.
1: Are you in LA for just to promote Messiah? or No, I'm here. You're I'm here, here. You're yeah, here. Yeah,
0: so I live just down the road from you. Oh, yeah, great. We're really? Yeah, we're really close. So, oh, good. Um, yeah. So, so no, I've, I've been traveling. I've been working up in Vancouver, um, and um, I'll head back up there tomorrow. But I'm, you oh know, this gosh. is home. This is home.
1: It is. So you're. So you had a little bit of a holiday break, but Vancouver yes. is where you're. Yes. Shooting. Is it exactly for how long now?
0: Until the end of January. Got it. Got yeah, it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. They that Netflix tried to send us a screener, but we were yeah. in a hotel in Maui, oh. which – by the way, <laughs> let me just say Maui was amazing and I apologize for this. I, th- this is not a complaint. I don't want this to sound like a complaint. There's almost no internet. Wow. <laughs> in, in Ma- I mean they have it. Yes, of course they yeah. have it. But it's it, it's – it's very That's clear. why
0: Woody Harrelson lives there. Oh,
1: that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense now. But it, it's, it's funny because a lot of places where you go, it's like, oh, I got full signal. But yeah. it just doesn't work. Right, right. And so I asked one of the locals there. I was like oh, – and of course sounding like a dipshit mainlander. Hey, how come it says yeah. – and he was like, yeah, you just don't know. He goes, I've lived here for a, a years and years. And I still haven't figured it out yet. Wow. So there's no – Like we just really couldn't use the internet much. So I wasn't able to – we weren't able to stream it. It's okay. So I apologize. No no
0: worries. And by the way, you were on holiday. So at some point, you know, you just got to like not do work. But watching a
1: show isn't work for us. Like it's it's a fun thing to do. Like it's a really – it's a fun thing to do. But we – but it's very clear. And then – then there's that reminder of like, yeah, you shouldn't be looking at your fucking phone yeah, because yeah. there's whales <laughs> exactly.
0: and nature yeah, and it's gorgeous. Exactly. Have you
1: have you been? Have you spent a lot of time I,
0: we I've never been to Maui, but we've spent a lot of time in Kauai and Hanalei Bay. Oh, and, Hanale- and that's honestly one of our favorite places on earth. It's just – it's absolutely stunning there. So I don't know if you well, – I'll, I'll go to Maui if you check out Hanale- I've been, Bay. I've been to Kauai
1: and I love it. Oh. But it was a long time ago, but the, I had never been to Maui. And my wife my, my wife's mom took us all to oh. Maui and convinced us I was the only person that needed convincing. I went up in a helicopter. Have you done yes,
0: that? Yes, yes. Yeah, many times.
1: Oh, I was terrified <laughs> oh, to do you're... it. But then once I did it, I was fine.
0: Yeah, it, it is terrifying. But it is one of those things. Like, if there is somewhere where, where, where it's that kind of landscape where, you know, it's beautiful seeing it on land. But if I can get in the sky and see those waterfalls and the in the rainforest yeah. and all just that, that that particular region. Uh, we, we had done it once and it was so beautiful. And then we brought um, my folks there. And I was like, my mom and dad have to, you know, they live in Iowa. Oh, yeah, of course. They just see like farmland. It's just flat. I'm like, mom, dad, trust me. Like, you got to take this ride with us. And just to see that um, it was absolutely stunning. It's, yeah. it's very special.
1: We had a cool helicopter pilot. It, it was one They're of those,
0: all cool. Come on. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they fly shoppers. They're, they're, they're all cool. fucking cool.
1: They're cool. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, the two things. Well, so I, I, I was, I was, the, the whole family was like, "You don't have to do this if you don't want." And I'm like, "No, it terrifies <laughs> me, so I have, <laughs> I have to, to do it. It's it. yes, a new scary. year, like I can't not do it." Yeah. And so I just made a deal with myself, as so I'm going to get over this, and I did. And the pilot was cool because I was trying to play the Jurassic Park theme on my phone. Yeah. As we, and he goes, Oh, I got that. And he played it in the helicopter. So as we're flying through these clips, we're just saying, oh, So that was fun. <laughs> We did not have the Magnum PI theme, but otherwise, oh
0: understand. my god, that's amazing! Uh, that's a that's a great idea. Is to like be playing with the Raiders of the La- Lost Art, yes. right? Like all of that, they just be playing the theme song. It is so it enhances oh. the experience
1: <laughs> so much okay. to be able to hear that because it's the helicopters. I'd never been in one before, and they maneuver oh. in a, like dragonfly. It's yeah.
0: So, when they bank, they yes. bank really hard. You're like, Banking oh, so or just beautiful.
1: spinning in place yeah, yeah. and just going straight up yeah. and it it was it was really 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 incredible. Yeah, what's your favorite place? What's your favorite place to go on Earth? You do you, do you and Pete have a special?
0: Well, we we really we, I w- I will say that Honeleau Bay I think is that's right up, is is right up there, yeah. and then also we love Byron Bay. In oh, Australia. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Of yeah. course! Yeah, and it's and, and that's been kind there. of like the the Australian version, I guess, of Honeleau yeah. Bay. Yeah. But he you know he's a big surfer. He loves to be by the ocean. Um, I like to surf as well, even though I'm not that great. But um, we enjoy like that kind of vibe and just cruisy kicking and, like anywhere we can have our shoes off mm-hmm. for like the entire week. And just, like, hanging out and feet in the sand. That's so interesting.
1: It's so uh, adorable and wonderful that you two found each other. Like,
0: farm girl
1: and, like, Australian surfer guy. Well,
0: well, we met in a bar, so that says a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you find a farm girl and an Australian surfer dude. You meet in a bar in New York, Uh, and that's how it happens. (laughs) Oh, that's
1: really nice. That's really, really nice. I mean, it is such a – like, I I never – I don't – generally consider myself an outdoorsy person but yeah. being outside of Maui I'm like it's being outside is great yeah. don't yeah. know if I could surf even just snorkeling yeah. i feel like i inhaled so much seawater you know
0: what it's a little i will say that snorkeling makes me really ner- like being in because I, I was never really in the water I mean right. I, I, I don't even think I experienced the ocean until I was 19 like 18 19 yeah. for the first time um, and so you know Pete's gotten me really comfortable with it but I remember the first time we went snorkeling I was, I was <laughs> sucking <laughs> so much you know because it all like every st- like I'm more comfortable jumping out of a plane for yeah. real than like diving in like into the ocean and like you know I'm sucking on my you yeah. know I'm diving <gasps> the air I'm like I'm out of air in like five minutes because I can't like neutralize my breath yes. it's all about the breathing Yeah, and it's it's like, it's like that's really difficult but also really if difficult. you
1: duck below the surface just a little bit and you could breathe in the uh,
0: yeah yeah the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know because exactly. you're not attention or you get it in your goggles and yeah. shit like oh god and yeah. you're trying to kick up and let it go you have this thing and then you yeah, and it's no, fogging it's, 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 and yeah. then like the flippers are <laughs> digging then, like, into you're your toes and they else and they're super cool yeah. and then they got the flippers in motion <laughs> it's
1: always that yeah there's some like fucking eight year old kid who's just like aquaman yeah, just yeah, yeah. dipping down yeah. like my ears won't pop this is weird why am i trying to pretend to be a fish exactly but it was it it was great surfing uh, i'm surfing terrifies me it yeah. really just feels like one of those things where I'm gonna get hit in the face with my own board. Yeah,
0: it does. That and it all <laughs> happens. It all happens. The fin like cuts your foot. Like all of the above happens. But then when you actually catch that wave and you surf it and you can feel it, it's so exhilarating. It's kind of like golfing, you know. Sure. And it's like you just have a shit, shit, shit hit the, every single time. Then all of a sudden, like you, you know, just have a great drive or whatever it is. Yes, it keeps that you is, coming back for more. That I t- that you've
1: you that is an analogy. So I've played golf my whole life my grandfather played i yeah. worked at golf courses all through college i haven't played in years yeah. and i started playing a little bit last year and i played great and then i realized like oh fuck this is how it happens you don't play for a long time, so you forget all your mistakes. Yeah, yes. And then you're like, I should do this, and you start doing it, and then you just
0: oh my god,
1: snowball mistakes, yes. and you're like, oh, my god, I gotta with my left arm, and then hips, and then and then all of a sudden you're in it, and then you play like shit, and then you have yeah, to quit yeah, for two yeah, more yeah. Oh years god, again. That
0: is so how it goes. Yeah. Because because it's so interesting. Like when you just like let go, you yeah. completely let go, and you're just present. And you're just yeah. doing it for fun. Yeah. Exactly. And then you decide you're like, <laughs> I need to take this fun a little bit more serious and make it my official fucking hobby. Yeah, yeah, so I can yeah. suck at. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I just need to get good enough at it again so I can be awful and get angry at it to where it's not fun at all and I'm like why am I doing this for 5 hours and these people won't just fucking hit the ball and drive? Like it's it,
0: Oh my god. How do you play? I didn't know you play. No, I mean I used to play like growing up I played a little bit. But it's one of those things, like whenever I go home to Iowa, you know, there's not a lot to do there in the summer, but we've got a golf course near our house and I'll go hit the ball around a little bit. And, you know, I'm encouraged because I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that bad. I'm very good on the green. I'm a really good putter. Um, So that's kind of the better part of my game. So I like playing like a best shot. You know what I mean? With your group of people. Right, right, right. Like, I will carry us through. (laughs) I will carry us through, team. You know, I just need somebody to get us there. Um, So I enjoy it. But, like, in terms of, you know, actively pursuing it, I always think, like, I want to get up here at Griffith Park and do it or something, but I never get around to doing it. It's it's a
1: fun sport. It's a fun sport. It is nice to be outside for four or five hours. But the fucked up thing about golf is that, it, you know, if you play basketball or something like that, it's like you can make a mistake and within yeah. two seconds you can turn that yeah. shit around. <laughs> exactly. But with golf, you can have literally 17 and a half amazing <laughs> yeah. holes. Yes, it's true. And then it just all unravels oh. in the last, you it's know. It's so like, true. Bah! You know, I was playing so great. It's and then, so true. You know. It's so true. And then you can totally blow it. But it's a good metaphor for life, it I is. think. It is. To just let everything it's go. It's
0: also a good thing to watch and nap to. I <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Like, there's something about putting golf on like on a Saturday or Sunday, and the announcers. It's like it's like almost meditative. Oh you yeah. Know? And then you hear like the faint clap. The faint I have a theory
1: clap. on this. You do? Yes. And
0: and, and before I know it, like because I actually really enjoy watching it. And then before I know it, like I've woken up, and I'm like, "Shit, I just fell asleep during you know the Masters, third I, day of the Masters."
1: I know why. I know why it is, and it's not just because you know it, it can be boring to watch sports. Yeah. But I think it. I I think golf <laughs> basically mimics all of it's all, all of the sounds we hear in the womb, right? Where it's just all these like little like yeah, high end words. noises, <laughs> and then, <laughs> oh and then oh <laughs> here we go <laughs> like it. I must yes. be all the all that kind of weird. Oh my god, that is yeah. so. F-
0: that is so interesting because you do you hear the sound the sounds of nature. Right? Yeah, you hear the, like the animal yeah. clap. You know, it's like yes, go to sleep.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes, go on. <laughs> it's just all that all that stuff. There's like a little bit of a sound barrier. You just get like bits and pieces of all the faint sounds of being in the womb oh in like, we that second when we were good snorkelers. <laughs> That's when we were good at snorkeling. Uh, was being in the womb, so I think it yes. does just mimic all of yeah. those. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. That's
1: exactly. That must, it. That must be what it. you hear. I like it. I love, love,
0: love that theory. Do
1: you uh, do you get to take a lot of time off, or do you just go from thing to thing to thing? Do you to thing? know
0: what I I have, I took off, after I finished shooting Messiah? That was about six or seven months. Um, I took most of the year off. I took about seven months off. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it, it really was amazing. I really needed it. I, I ended my, kind of my journey on the show because we shot in Jordan. I went on about a two-week holiday there and I went to Petra and Wadi Rum mm-hmm. and um, went all over Israel. So that kind of, I ended it with a vacation and then was just home and you know, not shooting, kind of, you know, actively working on other yeah. things and stuff like that, but not actually um, committed to any project. And then I just sort of, you know, towards the tail end of the year, a couple of opportunities came up and I decided to go back to work. So typically, it's one, of, you know, you never know when jobs are going to come up. Right. Like it's, and, 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 and things kind of come together and then they ultimately fall apart and then something else kind of takes its place. So um, I never really have a set thing in terms of like, okay, now I'm going to take time off. Um, with the exception of Messiah, where I was like, I really needed to take time off of that. After that, um, but when I'm not taking time off, when I am taking, when I do decide to take time off, I really try to take full advantage of it by like squeezing in a nice family holiday if we can, or you know, just doing like little road trips on the weekend, you know. And you can do that in California, yeah. Right? Like you can take like a a Friday off, you know, and just we just try to go camping for the weekend, or we go to oh, know, the beach nice. for the weekend, just things like. That that really feels restorative, you know, and like you know, feels like we're having great quality family time and you know, doing things together. Do
1: you do full on legit camping, like pitch the tent?
0: Yeah, I mean, we we've done that. We go to like Burning Man and we pitch the ca- the tent. My <laughs> husband and I, and we've done it here a few times. But we like to go up to this place up north where you get like this tiny little cabin, yeah. And then we hang out there, and we don't hoof it too. We don't hoof it too much, right, right, right. You know,
1: there's. I feel like there's a nice
0: there's a nice balance there's a there's there. a nice
1: balance I think I I feel like I'm too old now to start being like I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to tie a bunch of knots and make fire yeah
0: I mean it's nice to be able to say that you can do that oh, but be like great. I don't the idea like because we grew up doing it solely my mom oh wow. we would pack up a tent in a suburban and we would drive out to like Colorado Montana Wyoming and those were our summer vacations but in doing that like my mom spent two weeks like prepping like coolers to make sure we had meals and food and things like that and then we'd come home and then she'd be unpacking all the gear you know my my dad's help of course but it was like it's a lot of work to actually like hoof it and have that kind of vacation you know what i mean there's a lot of prep and you know and and cleanup that involves that so i like to go somewhere where i can pack up a cooler but there's like there's food like you know that i can easily access and gosh though your mom
1: though like it I have so much respect for that because I feel like when we were growing up, well, maybe my mom was the exception to this, but I feel like if you grew up in the Midwest, probably your parents were just cool about stuff. Yeah. Like you know what, the kids they're gonna run around, yeah. they're they're probably gonna fall down, they might you know yeah. maybe a squirrel's gonna bite them, who knows? Yeah, say- but uh, <laughs> whatever, it'll be fine. Like a kid – we went to like a really nice resort in Maui, and I still my bag is yeah. like. Okay, I have uh, Neosporin. I have Pepto. Yeah, yeah, um exactly. I, I I have, like, my bag is like a medicine cabinet yeah. in a Best Buy because yeah. it's all power cables and then just and any kind of medicine yeah. you could need. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're a parent, as I assume I maybe will be for Halloween, who knows yeah. if Lydia gets a, an idea.
0: Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I slip it to her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but But,
1: um, uh how do you not, especially like when you're out in the wilderness? Like, oh, don't touch it. Oh, be careful. Oh, god. Oh, don't. All oh, that looks poisonous. Oh, please don't
0: eat that. Oh, I know. Don't, don't I know. I know. And we, we, our kids are really like curious, especially our boy. Um, and we were just really out in the wilderness for like the last week. We were pretty much off grid. We were in northern New Mexico at this ranch, um, and it was it was one of those things too where. Um, immediately when we got out of the car and we arrived, um, they started like jumping in the snow. They were so excited and I was like, let's come over here. Let's like say hello. Let's figure out like where we're where our rooms are at. And uh, the gentleman that was ha- helping us was like, listen he was like, by the end of it, you're going to let be letting them run around the whole ranch. You won't even know where they're at. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, by like day three came along we were like, where's Tommy? Where? I, um, I don't know. I think I just saw him running around. He's like over there, you know. Um, and it was exactly, it was exactly that. I mean, I think like once you see them, especially like kids, like you just see, um, how uh, how kids thrive like yeah. i remember as a kid like i really thrived in nature mm-hmm. as a kid and yeah there's like there of course like we took them tubing and like, he, bon- he like flipped over the thing and he hit his head and i was like Shit, oh no man. like you know i was like well there's ice right here just like <laughs> just like just like <laughs> dude, just, just go horizontal right here that's what you air. got that's what you gotta do <laughs> you know I mean? that like, that'll take this bit more improvising you know But it is like one of those things that you're – we're going to get hurt. We're bound to get hurt. Then my dad did it and he like whacked his head a few days later. I mean – And you're supposed to get hurt a little bit because that's how you learn. It's about – and I'll tell the best story, the best thing that came out of this was like – our son had never been, like, pr- in proper snow before, and it was, like, our first night there. We were, co- we were coming back from dinner. We, we walked into this little cottage that we were staying in, and, and we were, like – all of a sudden, we were, like, well, where the hell's Tommy, right? It's, like, ten minutes later. We were getting our gear off, like, getting settled. And I'm, like, oh, wait. He's not here. I walk outside. He's outside, like, playing in the snow. Like, still, it's pitch black, and he's got no mittens on. And I was, like, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, oh fuck. Oh. I was, like, Tommy, mate, get inside. He comes inside. He's like, oh, mommy, my hands are really cold. And I was like, you're Ugh. about to learn a really big lesson here, okay? This is probably never going to happen again. You're about to experience about 15 minutes of hell. Your hands are frozen. You can't feel them right now. And in a few minutes, they're going to get really, really hot. Ugh. You're going to burn, burn, burn. And you're going to scream, cry, and scream. You're going to be so hot. But it's going to be okay. Just keep them moving. Just keep them moving. And we made the mistake of putting them under hot water. And that's the thing you're, never, you're supposed never supposed to do. You're never supposed to do that. So, well, we paid for that. He was screaming and hollering. He's like, he was f- genuinely really, really freaked out. Because um, it is the most awful feeling in the world. Of course. But, but, and then he was fine, of course, but by the rest of the trip, he never forgot his his, his that's, gloves. That's how he learns. But like yeah. that's the thing. Like it's so funny. Like you, you know, because that is the thing. It's like they're gonna get hurt. They're gonna like you know this and that. But you just kind of gotta roll with it. And, and I deal. don't want to
1: terrify the you know a kid of like oh because oh don't if you do because then they're just yeah, gonna, they're and, gonna feel like the world's a terrifying place.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that's that's exactly right. That's there there are like animals and things out in the wilderness and listen. I've made the huge mistake. I remember I was shooting down in New Orleans and I was walking down the street with Willow. And I was like, oh, my God, look at this caterpillar. Oh, no. Oh, my God, Willow. And I went to pick it up and i didn't know they had these like fucking like caterpillars down there <laughs> that they're the black ones anybody from down south is going to be like you're an idiot why'd you touch that why'd you touch that thing and they're black caterpillars and immediately when you touch them the the all the little like the, the hairs like just immediately embed themselves oh, in shit. into your fingers or your feet if you step on one and it is so painful beyond painful and they stay embedded for like you know days until they decide to come out so everything is so sensitive and I remember being on the street with Will and I was like oh god Oh, Jesus! Oh, <laughs> yeah, mommy, are you okay? And I was like, "Don't ever touch one of those caterpillars down here." I was like, "Don't ever touch one." I was like, "I've learned a really bad, you know, I've learned a lesson. Everything's everything's like, I've learned a lesson. You're learning your lesson. You know, Daddy's learning a lesson. But like, that is the only way. It's like, that's the way you learn. You know, yeah, yeah that, and you want them to be appreciate like course. the environment and being outside and
1: not be afraid of everything. not be afraid, but but still like there are some there are some dangerous things. Yeah, that thing that happened to your son happened to my mom when oh. she was. I think in her twenties because she's from Miami.
0: Right. Okay. The so first time deal. she saw
1: snow, she did the same thing. She just like was fascinated by it. Her hands froze, and she went inside and put them in front of a heater. And she said her skin just blistered oh, immediately, God. and it was excruciating. Yeah,
0: I didn't know that was a thing you weren't supposed to do. Is it Even room temperature water or
1: cold water? Because you have to. It's slowly. a good
0: question. We sh- we should figure it out because, figure this yeah, out. because it was one of those things. And my husband naturally was like. Tommy just jump in the shower We'll turn it on really warm And I was like Yeah 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 We'll warm you right up We'll warm you right up And then meanwhile We were just actually Making it worse Way worse And I was like Oh wow Mommy and daddy Are learning a lesson too <laughs> Thank you for teaching us The whole family A lesson Thanks for taking one For the team kid You know
1: <laughs> Inside every bit of pain Is, a, is the seed of a lesson Yeah exactly. that's, that's how it happens
0: Exactly. Um,
1: Katie, Can you let's look this up so we can give people good advice. I imagine everyone else listening is probably knows the answer, and they're shouting it.
0: Yeah, they're shouting it. Don't just me. put idiot it. Idiot. Oh, my you're, God. You're, you're so Hollywood. You get you've forgotten the,
1: your roots. Put your hands in frozen broccoli, and the <laughs> <Yeah>. broccoli <laughs> brings your body temperature. <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Exactly. Well, Katie's looking this up. I uh, are 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 you guys ever have we talked about maybe we talked about this the yeah. first time you're on years ago. Are you is is a, is farm life in your future at some point?
0: No. Yeah, you, no, no, you, no. you, you did. No, 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 no. No, no farm life. I mean, I appreciate the farm life and I so appreciate where I grew up because it was just so um, it was just very easygoing and very wholesome. You know, yeah. I grew up in a rural Iowa, a town of 700 people. You know, most of my friends back there are still farmers. My dad's a farmhand still; he cannot retire. He loves it, so I love the land. And you know, I like again, like I love being outdoors, but mm-hmm. that's not something that it's. It's I know that it is. It is probably one of the hardest jobs there is out there. Like on a day to day basis, like you know, my dad's doing chores from like five AM until the sun goes down and, you know, works on weekends and then, you know, is dependent on the weather. Yeah. Of course, you know, yeah. to to, you know, to have so I know how difficult it is, but um it would be it would be too much for me. I couldn't handle it. Because
1: it, it's what's the I mean, it must be interesting to sort of find the balance between like I don't want to get too soft. However, being a super successful actress is really comfy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> there's like there's like a nice Comfort in you know like it's they're two completely disparate worlds. Yeah,
0: totally. So
1: you don't you don't want to go. I would imagine too far in the like. Oh, I don't want to. You know.
0: Yeah, but I I could imagine we don't we don't have a um you know we live in L A. We love L A. Um, I wouldn't mind living somewhere a little bit more rural, like just being out in the right. in the wood. Like I love the mountains. I love the mountain. Give me any kind of green. Yeah, you know. I always sort of tell my husband, I'm like if there was an ocean in Nashville. And he was <laughs> like I thing. yeah, he's like he's like I could do that. It's the and it was like, thing. it really is the only thing. Like, Nashville is one of my favorite places yeah. on earth. I'm a huge country music fan, of course, that has a lot to do with it, but you know, I like the people there and um I just like the vibe and 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 it's just a beautiful state. I think it has the more trees than any state that there I, I don't know I was told that that Tennessee does and I believe it. It's super green. Um but you know, I, I still kind of think, but he needs to be close to the water. I grew so up in Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, you grew yeah, up yeah, in yeah, Tennessee? Yeah, 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 I did. I'm
1: from Memphis. I, I was born in Kentucky, but I grew up in Memphis.
0: Oh, I didn't know that, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. But oh. Nashville is a great Nashville. Uh, part, that part of downtown and whatever, it's it's like you know yeah. a handful of blocks yeah. has become fucking Vegas. Oh, like, it's that,
0: crazy. I because
1: I did I was performing there, so I had to go. I went and did a radio thing on uh, uh, the highway, Series 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I'm watching by the these, way, which I listen to all the time. Oh. That's <laughs> then, yeah, Lydia, by that the and way. the Garth Brooks channel. Yeah, li- li-
1: Lydia Lydia listens to like early 2000s bubblegum pop, uh, yeah. and every other channel is like prime country, <laughs> the highway. Like <laughs> yes, it's just exactly. all. And uh, I love classic country, um, modern yeah. country. Mal- me to feel some little like pop music, but yeah, but so we go down there, and uh, and these fucking pedal pubs yeah. are baffling to it me. crazy. How
0: can you just drink it on I don't a because you're on a bike? It's, it's okay. It's it is, it's really interesting because I actually did that and I did it with a girlfriend of mine, my best girlfriend from, from Iowa. We went down there and I was shooting down there. That's and I and we were walking and I was like, is that for real? <laughs> She was like, should that we legal? get on one? And then so we got on one. But I was like – and we had a beer and we went like, you know, I don't know, half a mile or whatever we got off. But I but then late night – I mean there are people on the – and there are no seatbelts. Like there's nothing yeah. holding you there. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, wow, like how many times do people fall off the or, back Or how things? are people not vomiting? Yeah. Like, Oh, I think they are. Yeah, they must be. <laughs> they are, are you really.
1: actually powering it or is that just part of the illusion? I
0: don't know. I think it's got to be a part of the illusion because – Obviously, there's like there's six people that are just absolutely hammered. They're not going no, anywhere. No, well, of course. So only powering, they're just like powering. This you know what hardcore right drinking
1: here. needs is rigorous physical exertion. Yeah, it's, like-
0: it's wild. I mean, it's funny because when I was working down there, I was uh, I was you know working, so I wasn't partying down there. Um, and they go hard from Wednesday to Sunday night. <laughs> those bu- those party buses yeah. are just. It's the bachelorette capital of the world. Oh yeah, of course. Of Yeah. Course. So you know um, all the bachelors are, are flocking there. <laughs> sure. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course, because it's the Bachelors where the bachelorettes but, are. You know. But what was so cool about um, one weekend there? I think I saw I saw John Prine uh-huh. um, at at the Ryman. I saw Billy Idol at some crazy like stadium. Oh. And then I saw some great little local. I had some locals give me not not the places on Broadway, but a um, couple little places off the beaten path to see some music. And it, and then I saw some bluegrass on a Sunday mass sort of situation. That's amazing. And I'm like, wow, man, I just saw the best music.
1: It's great. And it's
0: not and they, it is Music Town, so it's not just country. But there's so many other things that you can take in there, and the food scene there is unbelievable.
1: That's why I'm, I'm wondering if there, are, are the carts. Are the pedal carts going to uh, – is it going to be like an ice cream pedal cart yeah, and, a, exactly. and a barbecue pedal yeah, cart? Like,
0: yeah, and a little churros pedal cart or oh something. Oh, my God. it'd yeah. be. <laughs> that'd be
1: then you'd, you'd get fully – there's no way. You yeah, yeah. couldn't possibly – they can't possibly be p- yeah. powering that by pedaling and it. That must crazy. be part of the – there's just There's no gotta way. It's got to be something else. There. You would never be. I mean, from what I remember about drinking, is that if I got on an exercise bike and tried yeah. to pound beers, it would never. It, really it, it would be terrible. It would not go well at all.
0: Situation. Yeah, Nashville's
1: really great. I just yeah. know, because Lydia is. Um, she definitely well her her family is like they're historically ranchers
0: yeah and so
1: they have a lot of farm and All ranch right. and and they have cattle farms and and so they she's always talking about like oh we you know someday I want to be on a farm I want to and she's been leaning so hard on uh, wanting goats I'm like we can't have goats oh but we but you
0: can I mean there's somebody by our house. That lives by our house. I don't know where they're at, but we see them walking the goat with a uh, with a leash.
1: Don't let her hear you. Oh say my god! It. <laughs>
0: oh
1: my god! I think I've convinced we, her it's not we, allowed on her We saw
0: it. We saw it again yesterday, and it's this dude. He's got a goat, and their goats are so friendly.
1: They're like, you know, she says they're like, you know, I, we love. I I solve the problem. Yeah, because I do, goats are fun. Yeah, up we sometimes we'll go up to Cambria, which is in Central California, and yeah. there's a. There's a goat farm up there yeah. that like a like a they make a, a goat milk and goat yeah, butter and goat all the uh, cheese all the cheese and, the cheese and everything. Yummy. And it's called Stepladder Creamery and it's great and they you can take tours of it. Wow. And we always go up there they have these little Spanish goats called the Manchas. They have these tiny little like tortellini shaped yeah. ears and they act like dogs. They really do act yeah. like dogs. And so for one of our Christmas presents was I called the ranch and I said can I buy a goat and keep it at your ranch Yeah. And thinking they were going to be like get the fuck out and they were like absolutely so I bought a oh. goat Oh, my And gosh. They, so we, I, they've committed like one of the upcoming babies, which will be born in like in six weeks or whatever, and we're gonna go up, and then we'll have a goat, and then they'll take care of it. They'll oh, have it up my there because we wow. can't. You are genius. That was a smart thing to do. I was, I was very do. pleased with the. Oh engineering my gosh, on that, one. that
0: was you nailed that.
1: It scratched the itch, but we don't have to. Y-
0: yeah, no, you don't have to worry about. It. You don't have to clean up goat <laughs> shit. That is like the perfect. By the way, goat ever. shit's
1: adorable. Like is I don't want to. It's kind
0: of like rabbit. It, poop, it, yes, yes, yes
1: yes 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 it comes out like buckshot like it's just like these it's perfect
0: little spheres just dry you don't have to worry you about don't it don't have
1: to worry about okay. it yeah yeah it's just like they're they're, they're just like these little play-doh fun facts. yeah family. yeah exactly and it's just it, it, it is perfection <laughs> but if it were if, if it were up to lydia we would have
0: oh my god horses
1: and goats and emus and, and do you
0: guys know, have any pets
1: no, well we no, had okay. it. we had a cat the cat okay. passed away right before Christmas which was devastating um but uh but uh, but it looks like uh, we're getting a puppy in like You're getting a puppy. 6 weeks or so We yeah.
0: recently got an angora bunny which is a most like, because our we have a lot of allergies in our house, and okay. so this was the only thing that Tommy and Pete were not allergic to. Okay, uh, was a rabbit. So, um, but we just didn't want to have a rabbit in a cage that was just kind of like hanging out or whatever. Yeah. And our friends of ours said, um, "Oh, our uh, friends are you know they're they've got an Angora bunny that they're about to um, it's about to give birth to." And it's most like a dog. That breed is most like a dog. And we were like, "Really?" And they have the long. She's long, white, furry hair. Um, she her name is Bubbles. <laughs> but like she she's she goes in a litter box. She trained herself. Oh, that's amazing. And she's like a free range bunny. She just lives out and in she the lives, house. She lives out in the house. She goes out in the courtyard. She hangs out. She eats all the plants. She only eats cilantro and like greens. <laughs> and she comes to you like when you're like, "Hey, Bubbles," and you. Like, and she comes running, jumps up on your lap. So that could be a good option for you guys, too.
1: That's not a bad idea, although it's just – here, you know, up in the hills, there's, like, mad coyotes. Yeah. It's like coyote usually town. she just runs around the house. Just she run can around indoor, the house. Indoor, indoor, indoor. I just indoor feel running. like a door would get left open. Oh, that would, that would be so stressful. I'd, well, yeah. That's the thing with having goats here is, like, okay, Lydia, let's just – besides the fact that we do not have the facilities to raise yeah. goats – there's coyotes and she goes oh well you just get an emu and I go I'm not gonna get a fucking emu
0: <laughs> to, to she goes, my aunt has to an offset. emu on
1: her farm it protect." I go I, I know emus are fucking dinosaurs but <laughs> we can't like it can't be well then we have to get Do th- yeah, exactly. we have to get it's, an elephant because oh my god the, it's so know. true
0: have you seen that documentary I think you guys would love it it's the uh, the biggest little farm no <gasps> You guys will love it. She's going to
1: want everything in it.
0: It's so it's so amazing. And it's about this couple in Venice um, whose dream is they just kind of close up shop on whatever they're doing there. And they buy some land up in like near Santa Barbara. And it's about them turning this like very um, drought stricken land. It's literally got no life on it and making it into a farm. God damn it. And I it's already all love this. About, it is. And it's all about mm. that. the The life cycle in which like, well, shit, now we have a goat. Now we need an emu to protect it from the coyotes, but now we've got too many coyotes. So what do we do about offsetting the coyotes? You coyote have to build camp? an ecosystem. And they build an entire ecosystem and it it now it's, you know, without spoiling it, it is um I it, it's it's thriving now. Let's just put it that way. Okay. But you see I would them, hope that. That's yeah. How it, ends. it is, but you don't think like <laughs> you know, it takes you on a journey, but it's an amazing, it's so inspiring when you're talking about farming and yeah. anything like that because um you realize like there are great ways in that you can you can bring back land just by employing certain conservation efforts. I it's, love that. And, and between animals and plants and trees, the way and how you plant them, when you plant them, actually, like no, you don't plant them in rows. You plant them like in a circular sort of pattern because what that does when it rains, the the rain won't just oh. run off. It'll keep the rain going into the soil. Oh, I love that. Shit. Yeah, it's so fascinating. It's the biggest little farm. I
1: think I will absolutely you can. I think
0: it. you can watch it um, after you binge watch Messiah on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah, yeah, the Messiah, which people yeah. can watch.
1: Then you watch uh, Biggest yeah. Little Farm. It, it, it's sort of like the the dessert. The Biggest Little yeah, Farm is the dessert after the dessert. you watch. After you yeah, watch, yeah, it's Messiah. really,
0: it's a really cool. It like really warmed. It really warmed my heart. I watching. love that. I have
1: so much respect for farms and farmers and farming because it, um, if even just going up to this goat farm yeah. and seeing the ecosystem that they have where they have these, like, these two Anatolian shepherds that are these massive, like, pony-sized yeah. dogs that are so sweet. But if you're an invasive predator, yeah. Yeah. they will fuck your yeah. shit. They, like, wow. are lion-hunting dogs. Wow. And so, like, just seeing and, and knowing that some, that some people have the ability to look at the land yeah. and figure out how to draw life yeah. out of it and that's all they need. Yeah when we are so reliant on so many stupid things in our in our like yeah. city lives yeah. and that we take for granted and so it just i i get it i don't think i would ever be good at it but i t- completely yeah. understand like just the simplicity of like you know it's such a metaphor for life however yeah. much care you give a thing yeah. is What's gonna grow, yeah. and sometimes no matter how much care, it's not gonna work, yep. and you got to start over, and you got to be okay yep. with that. Yep. I love it. I yep. love it. I love it. Yeah,
0: I I couldn't agree with you more. This place that we just went to up in um, northern New Mexico is, um, uh, it's called um, Vermejo, and it's under um, Ted Turner, who's right, like th- got millions and millions of of, of of property and land that he's preserving, and uh, one of the things that he's doing, you know, he his um, his, uh, the catalyst from buying all this land was there were only 300 bison, American bison, right. like, you know, years ago. And he was like, wait, this is impossible. I want to bring back the bison, but I, in order to do that, I need to give them a land that's inhabitable and, yeah. and all these things. So over the course of, you know, conserving the land, you know, they were just telling us, you know, they have a little a river that runs through the properties. I think it's about half a million acres. And they no longer, in New Mexico had the native fish of Mexico. Like they couldn't find it in all their fishes or all their streams and the lakes. And they're like, wow, it's extinct. Like, and there was somebody that had found one, or a few, and they started um, uh, uh, breeding them or fishing, you know, mm-hmm. fishing things or whatever. And they said, well, we're going to put it back into the Vermejo River. And they, di- they, re- they found out because they employ all the bio- biologists, environmentalists, and they all work together on this property. There's like five or six. It's like the biggest little farm, but like times like 100 what they're doing right. there with all the animals. And they realized that it had, um, the river had gone up half a temperature. And it had gone up half a temperature, not for environmental reasons, um, that is why all the fish died, but it, it went off it went up half a temperature because on the edge of the of the river, they have all the grass, and the grass was be- being eaten by all the elk oh. and so then the river got hot and then it killed all the, the the natural fish. so what they did is they cleaned out the vermeo river of all the fish that had just been dumped in there, mm-hmm. which took like two or three years apparently and then they they somehow managed to get the um, the, elk, the elk population under control by you know evening out the bull elk to the cow right. elk, the male female elk. So now they've got that down to like eight thousand, which is the ideal number, which is sustainable. So now the grass is growing back along the sides of the the river, and now the fish are thriving oh, because it's as lower because it's lowered the temperature of the water. That's incredible. And. That's what they're doing. They've got, like, bobcats there that, you know, that they've got – now they've got 5,000 bison. They've got, like, 500 wild horses. They've got, like, the elk population. But it's so interesting. Oh, my God. 5,000 bison. Yeah, yeah. And it's really just – it's all about just, you know, people, special people like that that can, can – if we just take an example of, like, how to conserve, you know, and maintain and sustain all of our animals by just – you know, um, paying attention, just by paying attention <laughs> yeah. to the environment and what they do. It's anyway, we're going off on a tangent. No, it's but, nice. It's a good, it's, tangent really because yeah. it's,
1: it's, it's a good, I mean, it, it's whether you're farming or whether you're like trying to nurture a career or bring back bison, you know, everything relies on everything else. Everything yeah. is some kind exactly. of a delicate ecosystem yes. that requires care and attention. And again, it's, the things that that you really nurture in your life are the things that you pay attention to. Exactly. So if you're paying attention to this, you know, how do we solve this problem? It just shows like, oh, you... We could solve a lot more things if we were paying attention to the that's, right things.
0: That's exactly right. But just
1: how easy it is to get caught up in yeah. our day-to-day, like, you know, distraction-heavy life. I mean, it's... The amount of distractions we have yeah. in our lives now, our brains were never meant to process. Yes. <laughs> it's just, we're just overloaded it's true. all the time. And it's so true, man. Yeah. So I I someday we might have a farm and Great. maybe maybe I'll I'll have to call and go, <laughs> what do, what do I do? I'll be there.
0: I'll be there. You I'll said a there. circular pattern yeah, I'm yeah, supposed yeah, to plant yeah, the yeah, shit yeah.
1: none exactly. of this shit grows. Well, we tried to Lydia um we have, uh, we have this grapefruit tree that has these really rare grapefruits. It's just yeah. been on the property for, gosh, probably 100 years. Wow. And I were to understand that it's probably not like I don't think it lives a lot past yeah. 100 years. So she, we've been trying to cultivate the grapefruit seeds, and we, we can get them to sprout. Right. And then after sprouting, they just wither. And we cannot figure out. And wow. I know there's a solution. It is, it is a math problem. And I oh, know no. there's, a, there's a math problem to figure it oh, out. Oh, my gosh. I want, I,
0: that's amazing. Grapefruit, by the way, are my favorite food. Um, I love grapefruit. You've got to figure that out.
1: We have got to yeah. figure it out. Okay, and she internet, also, help us out. She also was, uh, she found these apples that I think they only grow maybe at the base. I'm, I'm throwing this out. Maybe at the base of Mount Rainier. But they're, like, these green apples that are pink oh, on the inside. What? And they are un-fucking-believable. Oh like, God. the best apple you've ever had in your life. And they, there's only a handful of places that actually grow them. And so she was like, oh, my God, we have to, like, grow no, them down a, here. No, it's
0: an apple farm you need to, like, start. They,
1: they won't grow down here because it's oh too much God. of a desert climate. But, you know, it's just – it knowing that there are things out there in the world that – if you just give them care yeah. and cultivate them, will right. will bear fruit. Yes, I, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but that idea is really sexy <laughs> yeah, to yeah. me. Like, oh, you could just make a thing yeah, yeah. out of nothing. You yeah. can not out of nothing, no. but you could just make a thing. No, and, yeah, no. it's true.
0: My husband is doing that now with a ficus because ficus are really finicky um, to to grow and or to kind of kind of keep alive and. We've got a beautiful ficus that we've been growing and now he's like, this is a really great ficus tree. So now he's trimmed it and now he's trying to grow his own ficus. But it's that. He's like he's getting it to like sprout and it's all coming and he's like, I think I'm stuck. (laughs) I think I'm stuck. Like I need – what's the next thing? What's the next thing that I'm not doing? But it is and there's so so much – gratification in that, yeah. you know, where like you're like you're nurturing something you're cultivating and it's growing and it's, you know, it's That was, that was cool. one of the other
1: Christmas presents I got. I it was a – We
0: can also grow a pot too. We- <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep it simple. You know what I'm saying? We do live in California.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You know, I miss that. But, you know, again, because I don't do, – I can't do anything. And even some of the CBD stuff, I'm yeah. like – you know, like I, I – because I played golf in Hawaii yeah. and Lydia said, well, you know, I my shoulder got tight yes. just so I can put a CBD patch on there. I was like there, there, there can't be any THC in there. And so it was one of those like no – but it's such a yeah. gray area with CBD right now. And it
0: very much everyone is.
1: Everyone thinks it like cures everything. Yeah. And it's like when are we going to – and I know it's very helpful. Yeah. But you start reading about it, and uh, there's a lot of like, well, n- n-
0: not Maybe enough not research rec- is yeah. done
1: yet, so exactly. we kind of need to see. But it seems very. It's promising. still like
0: the wild, wild west with it all that. Still stuff. Still,
1: is a little bit the wild, yeah. wild west, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys? Can you? Do you grow weed or you don't? You're, you're, you're...
0: We haven't grown weed yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I say yet. Yet. I say yet. I say yes. I say yet. I say But it is. You
1: know, it's like it's interesting that just you know, if you if you even just grow a simple thing, yeah, and then you go, oh my God, I nurtured this. I guess anything in my life that I, you know, tend to the soil, oh my God, if I paid more attention to my kids, if I paid more attention to my job, if I paid more attention to being present, it's like you start extracting these really amazing life lessons. I got Lydia this thing called Bloomin' Box and it's basically they just send you once a month like a bunch of different um, seeds and the soil and... Little tools Whoa. and you can you know like grow <laughs> Katie's here just. Oh my up.
0: God, that's so we haven't cool. g- I haven't
1: gotten the first one yet, so I don't know whatever oh the box. Oh my God, what if a brilliant cares.
0: idea! The yeah. kids, our kids would love that. I would love that. Yeah, but what you a great either, thing to do with the family, right? Yeah, you yeah. can either
1: just get seeds, or you can get. Um, they'll send you like an upgraded box. They'll actually send you the, the soil and the tools and stuff. Okay, I'll and, need that upgraded yeah.
0: box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I got I, I also subscribed to get the them.
0: real upgrade. Will they actually? Send somebody with a the dude. box.
1: Yeah. Hi, I'm Ted. I'm gonna send
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. to
1: your land. Um it's uh uh and then I and then there was a I wish I could remember the name of it, but I also uh, in conjunction with that a separate like a fairy box where they'll send you like fairy shit so you can just put like little like fairy scenes around your oh. garden.
0: My God! Yeah.
1: So it was that, actually pretty outdoorsy Christmas. Yeah. For, for no, Liz. you did
0: really, really well. Yeah. For you for did an indoor really kid. Really well. Yeah. Not you used to did, You kind of nailed it. What
1: did you score for? What, what, what was what was your Christmas this year?
0: What was my Christmas? So I got um I got an earring. I got nice, this little. Nice. Very a little, pretty I got a earring. Um and what else did we do? I got my husband just wanted. I really didn't want to get it for him, but he really wanted the the new iPhone. So I was like, "Am I really just getting you the new iPhone?" And he was like, "Yes, you're really. It's all I really." It's so we really can want.
1: look up YouTube videos to figure out how to grow that ficus tree,
0: and also take pictures of me. And take, pictures. And take a lot. The camera is amazing. <laughs> That's the thing. Like he, the camera really is so amazing. And when we were on vacation, of course, like he helps me out with my social media and he takes photos and stuff. And of course, we take photos of the whole family and everything. But but he was like. Oh, no no no. Actually, I think you're going to have to get your own camera now because <laughs> I don't have the new one. And it was like and he was like, "No, because this is going to get really annoying really fast." He's oh, like, yeah. "I finally have like a a phone that just works is like is a camera. Like and now I'm just carrying around a Amazing camera." Amazing
1: camera. Just okay. Yeah, for. yeah,
0: yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, um so that was nice. So we got we had a really nice That's nice. Really nice, really nice. How
1: do people. you not go overboard with the kids? Like how do you not go <laughs> Oh my God! Let's just give them two hundred presents. You
0: know what? It's really um, that is really hard, and it's a really good question. We make a really good point of um, we. There's a, uh, an organization that I'm a part of called Baby to Baby, mm-hmm. which is all about donating um, gently used goods mm-hmm. um, and baby essentials from for kids from like age zero to twelve. Um, and and I'm actually I'm glad I'm getting a chance to plug it because they work. Um, not only with like about a oh, gosh, I want to say it's like a hundred organizations just in the in the local Los Angeles um, county, like shelters, homeless shelters, foster kids, um, by distributing all these items. We have mm-hmm. a big warehouse, so anybody, any organization, nonprofit can come to the warehouse and take whatever they need. Um, and they also distribute in you know in times of disaster. So you know when the fires are happening here, I'm I'm sure they're sending stuff to Australia as we speak. So they're an amazing organization. So they're always in need of any like books, toys, clothes, you know anything that you could you can send um, to them. So every year before the holidays, we usually start around Thanksgiving time. Um, we kind of go through all the kids things and we start, you know, we start to explain to them, you know, Christmas is coming along. There are a lot of kids out there whose folks can't afford to buy things. And so it's a good way for us to be, you know, thoughtful and, and to kind of pay things forward as we do donate things forward, um, but also start for them to kind of understand um that you know we need to give back yeah. more more than we receive. That's nice. So it's a struggle a lot mostly with our son who's a little bit younger and he's like but I don't but I love this stuffed bear. He doesn't bear, understand yet, right. but I yeah. love this stuffed bear and then so we kind of you know we have to have a big talk about it or whatever but you know I'm also very clear. I'm like you guys will get give you guys will get what you give back, you yeah. know? And so that's that's that. I think the conversation starts with that first. And then they do their Christmas list. And of course, their Christmas list will probably have like 12 or 13 things on them sure. that they want. And then it's like, but you know Santa doesn't bring everything on the list. <laughs> that's so, such a great you, know what I mean, they, you to, know, like,
1: blame it on another uh, dude. I don't know why that a, fucking guy. What know, a piece of shit. You know, I know you a, had 12 things he brought eight. Yeah,
0: I don't, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's how and it so, works. And so it's, like, one of those things that they'll get, like, the, Like Tommy got a bike and he got a basketball and then he got his, he got his like, little, his stocking stuffed with some, like, yeah. bits and pieces, like a terranium or something and, like, you know, a car that he wanted and, willow got like a, a light for her bedroom which she really actually needed because she didn't have and then she got some um some hair dye because that's like all the rage now and oh really wanted kids it. are dying their hair yeah she really wanted like she's been wanting to dye her hair for two or three years and i was like no but it actually happened and, but but the thing was i realized that she finally didn't believe in santa because when she oh. saw it she looked at me she goes thank you. Uh, And I was like, wait, uh, me? I mean, you should be thanking Santa. uh, And I was like, I had a feeling like this was the first year she didn't believe in Santa. But I think the deal was, it was like, how is it? Because I don't remember finding out about that, but I was like, oh, they must... She must think like if she finds out about it and she cops to it then then she doesn't get presents from Santa right, anymore. Right. So like she's going to keep it on the down low. And I'm just wondering like how many more How many be, more she years should be like to 17. Hey, hey yeah, exactly. it
1: great. Santa. It's kind of funny that that from like z- from 0 to anywhere between 10 and 13. Yeah. 13 beyond is where we have to start unraveling the lies. Okay, a lot many things we told you were not true. Yeah. And you have to unlearn a lot of it. Yeah. And then you get out of high school and you then you get into college. And you're like, oh, shit I learned in high school wasn't true. And then you get out of college and you're like, oh, a bunch of shit they told me in college wasn't true. true. Yeah. It's just basically <laughs> b- living this life oh is basically God. just about like unraveling lies that you've been told it's, your whole wow, life.
0: You're so, so true. <laughs> oh my God, it's so terrible.
1: I think that's great though I think it's you know you could always tell the kids we had a conference call with Santa does conference call yeah
0: yeah (laughs) so
1: you know like we're really trying yeah Santa's
0: actually over Christmas this year it turns out kids (laughs) like it's just like you know
1: you're gonna give mommy that bear or mommy's gonna put your hands in snow
0: yeah yeah So <laughs> exactly. I don't know like you there decide. You, you know yeah, if we
1: can't yeah. if we can't win you over yeah. with the charitable angle. <laughs> exactly. I'm just I like to ask because my inclination would be to just give the kids everything but I've talked to a lot of friends who, uh, you know, who are very privileged and, and, but trying to strike the balance between like not turning their kids into dicks. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, I had a friend literally go through it the other day. She has like a four year old, I believe, and the four year old got a lot of presents because, you know, grandma and grandpa and that side of the family, and the other side of the family. Um, was Hanukkah so she was getting multiple presents on each day of Hanukkah and stuff and then you know they just went to like Rite Aid or whatever and then the little girl was like oh I want this you know and she was like no (laughs) you're not having that like because they get so used to the idea of yeah. like, getting, getting, getting. And then and she goes and as a result of saying no. We had the biggest meltdown in like aisle two of oh, writing. No. You know what I mean? So she's like that that is that moment where like they get, not only are they getting so many presents but they're also getting a shit ton of sugar. Yeah. And so like you're just like and sitting in attention and, attention and, and, and the whole that thing.
1: endorphin rush of yeah. ripping open a thing. Totally. It's totally. all the soil. It's all what kind of soil yes. are you going to grow your kid in?
0: Exactly. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop.
1: Well, I want to, I want to, we should talk about Messiah. Yeah. So that people know. Uh, is it, is it, is it one of those things that you can't talk about too much without spoiling it? No. Or can you talk? Uh,
0: no, I can, oh, I good, can good, talk good, about good. it. You know, um, I, you know, the thing that, um, drove me to this series well first of all it was 10 episodes and I you know rarely do you get to read 10 episodes a complete season of a show prior to doing it and I was just coming off of a show and I didn't intend on going back to work but you know if if there's this thing called binge reading like I binge read the whole thing and then I was like shit honey I'm sorry I'm going back to work (laughs) you know it was that thing and I had never read anything That had such a a large global um, perspective, like that that encompassed like the 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 globe in terms of um, various different belief systems. You Mm -hmm. know, the show is shot in Arabic and and in Hebrew and in English. You know, and and it speaks about um, you know Islam, Judaism, you know um, Christianity or if you 're agnostic you know that 's also another form of belief, so you don 't have to necessarily um, subscribe to any one of these, and it doesn 't purport to take any sides of any of these religions, but what it is it's, it's a man that is essentially um, gained like notoriety for um, some events that have taken place in the Middle East uh-huh. um, on the border of, of Syria with some refugees and uh, in the nature of like you know social media, it goes viral mm. Mm-hmm. And I play a CIA agent um, who sees this – sees this this, um, event go viral and I look at it immediately as a threat um, and that this is somebody who's going to wreak havoc on a global scale. And so I go on to the pursuit of of finding this man. Um, And the man that should be noted, nobody ever – he never calls himself the Messiah. Um, So you're basically
1: a Jesus hunter.
0: I'm a Jesus hunter, basically. (laughs) And what's interesting about the show, what I love, is that there's a number of various... Um, characters and storylines, and they are this really intricately woven story that 's unraveled as you move through the the ten the ten episodes through the perspectives of all these different characters, um one being you know messiah um or alma See, is, is 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 the character that um he goes by um, but he 's really holding a mirror up to the world up to each one of these characters and these individuals and is really asking them like no like I know you're all in search of something, whether it's actual freedom. If you're a refugee, you see it through the, the eyes of a refugee, a Syrian refugee. You see it the eyes from a pastor in, in um, Texas who's, um, you know, struggling with his church. And you see it from a woman um, who's professionally, like, this is her job to find this man. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, he's a con man. Um, but she's um, inwardly struggling with a lot of things personally. Um, she's living a very isolated life so it's really what we project onto the world and he holds a mirror to each of these characters into the world itself and asks and we're forced to ask ourselves like what are we projecting what are the impact that we're making and so it's a really it provokes a, a conversation and it's I'm I'm so encouraged because that's what I loved about the show. It's such an international cast, like I say it's it's in multiple languages and it's really but it but it feels like a thriller. Right. Um and it's if you know one episode like feels very threatening and another one is very provocative, very thought-provoking and I encourage people to watch it. Like it's a communal experience because the takeaway from you know my my takeaway on it was so very different from my husband's takeaway from like anybody like my other friends who are watching it um and it it begs you to almost dissect each episode after you've watched it or talk about it like because you'll identify with the different characters almost have a show after a show that talks
1: about that yeah yeah exactly
0: interesting idea so there you go there you go yeah so it's really it's great and and the response that i've been getting so far you know it just it just started airing january 1st but People like that was the intention of our show for it to spark conversation with like you know in such divisive times. So you don't have to believe in anything or any particular religious you know faith for you to um, take away. You know the messiah, messiah is called messiah, and people get um, maybe some idea that we're like you know promoting one one religion or faith over the other. But it's it's not that we're asking people to like look inward. It forces you to look inward. That's
1: really interesting, especially in a time where. <clears throat> Literally, almost anything you can believe, anything you want to believe or believe can be supported by whatever sort of, you know, rabbit holes you go down. Yeah, and propaganda,
0: you know, we all, you know, I think what's really great about this show is that it forces you to put yourself in someone else's shoes. I think like, you know, we experience a particular kind of narrative, you know, we've been fed a particular kind of narrative about a particular kind of region or uh, religion or group of people, um, as and that's not indifferent to you know how people are receiving their news in other parts of the world, sure. and so this show really lifts the curtain you know a little bit, and you really see at the end of the day, in my personal experience and having shot in these places as well, is that we really are more alike than we are different, and at the end of the day, my God, all we want is like freedom for our family, we want safety, we want health, right. And I think that the show really taps into that in a really profound way, and um, and it's really it, that's exciting for me that there's like a dialogue that's starting now within you know different groups of people, and people are are realizing you know the impact that you know something like this this conversation can have. And also
1: fun, I would imagine fun for you to be able to. You know, like you might do a project that's just fun, and then a project that's really thought-provoking, sure. and then a project that challenges your own belief For system sure. that you like being able to have that kind of a career mm-hmm. is it sounds great. And you got to take seven months off. I don't know. I I, I think it sounds yeah. to me like you have the perfect career. Yeah. You I get mean, time with your family, you got a fucking rabbit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I went and then after, you know, after this, the first movie that I went back to do. Was the craft, which is like the night? Oh my god! This, yeah. What? Was Zoe Lister Zoe Lister Jones? She reimagined the How great. How did I not night know they were made? I love oh that movie. Oh my god! Jason Blum. Feruzha Balk. Yes.
1: Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I loved the craft.
0: Yeah. So it is fucking good. I'm I'm really excited. I just wrapped it. So we've got you know Zoe Lister Jones had this really great, brilliant idea about this reimagination. And it's really contemporary, kind of on the heels of the, the Me Too movement. She pitched it to Blumhouse, and he was like, "Let's go make it." So Sony's made it, and it's really it really tackles like so like real societal norms right now. And um, that's spectacular. It is. Oh my god, I love yeah, the craft. yeah yeah Baruza Balk Nev Campbell. Who else? Yeah.
1: Is Robin, Tunney? A, Robin Tooney. Robin yeah. Tooney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Kill, amazing yeah, so, soundtrack.
0: Yeah, oh, God, so now we've God. got a young female cast. It was Fantastic. all female I'm led. so excited to see that. Yeah. When's that come out? Um, we don't have a release date. Okay. So we, just, we just wrapped it. So I imagine maybe like spring, summer. Oh my God, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. We're
1: going to be all over that. Yeah. Is, if she doesn't already know about it, she's going to get into this. Yeah, too.
0: you're going to dig it. So I cool. do
1: notice some... Witchy candles around the house, yeah. From time to time, yeah. like she goes to it like I, I'll yeah, see like the her
0: sage and she probably like a Palo Santo. Well, she and all goes that. to this
1: place and she gets these candles in there, there and and there are. I notice there are different oils, yes, that make it. Or or sometimes I'm a shower person and she's a bath person. But if I take a bath, she'll go. Let me let me put so mix a little some bit oils. of lavender. Little yeah, of yeah, yeah, lavender, she yeah. She does yeah, yeah. like these yeah, these a oils. A little, little
0: bit of lavender, a little bit of lemon. a little she bit She
1: might you know. be a secret witch. Yay. She might be a secret witch. <laughs> it so just cool. doesn't really talk openly about oh my it. God, I love some witchy it. things I love that happen it. I around I us. Love it. Katie Levine, do we ever figure out what you're supposed warm to do? Warm water. Warm, warm
0: water. water.
1: Not hot water. God, because you probably want to get the circulation going. Exactly. Again, right?
0: Exactly. Warm water. It is.
1: Warm not water. A, not a
0: steamy hot shower for your guests. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> not a yeah, heater. Not a yeah, steamy yeah, hot yeah. shower. Exactly. Don't put your hands on or in a stove. Warm. Just tepid water. To get the circulation flowing again, I hope we've I hope we've saved some hands <laughs> today on the show, um, Michelle Monaghan. You have always been so amazing and coming on. I think this is like your third or fourth time. Yeah. Coming on, and uh, I just appreciate you so much. I appreciate and, and, you, and and I don't know uh, is, is, is like if Pete's around. <laughs> and you guys ever want to like
0: <laughs> hang out, hang out, Let's or have that. a dinner or Let's something? Let's do it. I would love that. You know, like I we, would love that
1: because we we it's you know I feel like. It almost feels like Legend of Zelda with friends as you yeah. get older. You're like, every good yeah. friend that you meet is a treasure. Yeah, yeah. And you just, like, you got to just, yes. you know, there's a lot of not great people in the world.
0: Or people totally. that don't. That you don't vibe with. To your
1: values. Exactly. Yes, Yes, that you exactly. don't vibe with. Yeah. And so it just, I do feel like that idea of choosing who to hang out with and, and sort of carefully. Yeah. It's like a Tilling group. your friend garden, yeah. Yeah. if you will.
0: I'll till mine if you till mine. Tilling, yeah, yeah. Tilling, tilling your
1: friend parent. garden to just make sure that it's, it's filled with good people. But you're just, you're just, and you guys just seem like the coolest parents, Thank too. Thank you. So when we do have kids, if I do text you every once in a while, I'll be like, what do I do <laughs> if dot, dot, dot. Done.
0: Don't Done. I would it. love that.
1: A lot of it's probably going to just be like, don't fucking worry about it. Just, just it relax. is a
0: lot of it is don't worry about it, but yeah, no, I got I got so much advice on that on that front. It's like yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's,
1: but that's what it seems like is the it you know if you helicopter parent, then your kids are going to get messed up. Yeah, but if you – there's that balance between like being present but not overly. Yeah. Blah,
0: exactly, exactly.
1: How do you find that? It's I, so true. I don't know because I imagine when you have a kid a lot of chemical things kick in for sure that your, your body is telling you like shield this stop that oh but you know just and I don't I so I have no predictions yeah. for how what type yeah. of parent I'm gonna be yeah
0: and you and you won't know until as you move through it the one thing that I've always sort of you know Kevin Bacon gave me the best advice he was like just always remember this too shall pass. So like when you're in <laughs> that dark, dark moment where like you're, when not you're in sleeping, aisle two with the writing. Oh hand yeah, hand yeah, hand. yeah, yeah. And this too shall pass. Yeah. And then when you're having like the most beautiful moment, like yeah. you know, I was in the tub last night with both the kids and we had like a great night and we all slept like eleven hours. Oh. And I was like in that tub, we were all playing and like splashing each other and shit. And I was like, that. I had that feeling. I was like, this too shall pass. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's about, it's about cherishing the moments that when, when they're good and everything's kind of like singing and you're like, okay, this is what really matters. It's an interesting,
1: t- I've never heard that take on it before because this too shall pass I've always heard as being like yeah. when negative things happen. Yeah, But it's also a reminder. To be
0: present. To, 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 to be present. And to, and to appreciate it. Because it's all going to pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my brain
1: just spews out of it. it makes so much sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. Lot of, a
1: lot of stuff, a lot of philosophies, a lot of religious they all have that core idea of like live, of just like yeah. being as present as possible. It as, is. As it's can. true.
0: It's like I, and I, we, we really live by, like, I recently explained like what the golden rule was to my son about, you know, about, I mean, like about a month ago. It was right around the holiday time. I was. We're not religious people. We're very spiritual, but we really, really do live by the golden rule. Like do unto others as you have them do yeah. unto you. And um, and I was really and – I, and I just used that. I was like, listen – like, you know, we went on holiday and he was kind of being a dick. And, uh, <laughs> you know, to his sister and I was like, listen, I was like, do you realize like early – like Willow just gave you whatever she was doing. She wanted to share it with you. But earlier in the day, you remember – you know, like, when she asked you if she could use that or try that or whatever, you were really, you know, you said no. And I said, I just want to be a reminder, like, what Willow just did for you right now was the golden rule. So that that's an example of the golden rule that I was right. trying to explain to you. And I wasn't, like, trying to be a jerk about it, but I wanted him to realize and see, like, you know, she let it go when he didn't do it, but then, like, when she did it later for him – you know and I said, That's the golden rule, what she just did for you. Did he like that absorb was, that? Oh, yeah, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, I know, oh, that's I know. Great. So he absorbed it. So it's not like a, like getting upset with them, but I'm just like pointing it out to you. Like, so that's the golden rule, like that's how that works, yeah, right? So maybe next time, you know, that's and it's so, just that's like, so you know, slowly implanting like little things into their head,
1: but it's also understanding what the present is, yeah, because I feel we, when we were snorkeling in Hawaii. We came upon these sea turtles that were just so chill. Ugh. And you can't get too close to them and you can't like, – you're, yeah. you're not allowed to touch them and you oh, can't touch the coral. Yeah. So you have to be very careful. But they were the chillest, like didn't – you know, like they would just surface right near you. And they all looked like fucking Crush from Nemo. Oh. They all looked like Crush. <laughs> oh and God. so I'm in this moment and I'm like, oh, I got to appreciate – I'm like I'm trying to absorb. Like I'm trying to feel as much of the present as possible. And then I realized like, oh, that's not – that's not, like, maybe that's how, like, a former alcoholic tries to, like, oh, I got to suck in every... <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, you just have to be here. Yeah. And you just have to notice everything. Yeah. And it doesn't have to feel like some sort of a rush. It's just... Yeah. It's just you just... A, a understanding being, and appreciating yeah. that you're in this moment yeah. and you know and like
0: breathing it in breathing right? it
1: in and you know my dad loved turtles and he you know so that's how I remember one of the ways I remember him and oh, just sort of man. like experiencing it rather than like I gotta fucking feel yeah. I gotta feel, you know, I <laughs> yeah, feel the yeah. present like it's a shot of yeah. tequila like yeah. no it's just yeah. a, it's just a it's just a state it's yeah. like you're not chasing the happiness you're
0: just being, yeah you're just being that's, that's such a great peaceful. way of that's yeah. just a really great way of putting it not chasing the happiness but just sort of being in the in in the happiness of that already exists right then and there
1: i can't wait to watch your show now that we have a uh, working internet yeah
0: <laughs> i think you guys will dig it i think oh my it'll, God. it'll I'm speak so, to you just
1: to hear you describe it like yeah. just because the different perspectives and then and and of course my next question is like well is he the but you can't tell me that. Yeah. So yeah, 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 I yeah. have to watch.
0: Yeah, and it, and yeah, and everybody's answer will, will probably be different in terms of yeah.
1: Anytime you ever need anything, I don't know how I, Lydia or I could be helpful to you or Pete. But well, we're here for you. Do you
0: see any grapefruit missing, my friend? Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: I'll no, give you. So. Yes, I'll bring you. I will. We will, we will bring you some grapefruits okay. from from the trees. I'll, I'll
0: swap you some some Meyer lemons for a grapefruit. Oh yeah, we'll do we'll do a lemon swap. Okay. That sounds like a gross thing.
1: Don't do not Google lemon swap. I guarantee you the first page of Google results is disgusting. <laughs> I'm just taking a guess. Yes. Uh, thank you for being here, Michelle Monahan. Thank you. The thank end. You. That was the ID10T podcast number 1040 with Michelle Monahan. It's time for Idiot Rap. Idiot Rap W R A P like a wrap-up? Or is it like R-A-P like a like a rap? Like we're having a rap session. God. I this is the year I just land on a name for whatever this section is called but uh, because it is a new year uh, I've been thinking a lot about I mean obviously you know everyone uh, makes resolutions that's what we do after the winter harvest feast we start a new calendar year it's a new us it's a new decade it's a new everything so let's you know let's like make broad sweeping massive changes in our life and I really have come to by the way I used to love the sort of Massive change thing, right? Because it, you know, like you can just, it, it, it gives you a thing to jump to, right? Oh, I'm not happy with whatever, you know, life situation I'm in or however I, whatever my habits are that I want to change. So I'm just going to all of a sudden on a dime, I'm just going to change. I'm just going to do it. And this is the signal, the new year, a new decade is a, a nice signal to make that sharp term. And then, obviously, the sort of cliche joke is that, uh, you know, after two weeks, you might just sink back into your old habits. So why is that? I don't think it's because uh, you, we're bad people or we're or we're lazy people or we suck or any of the crap that we tell ourselves um, to feel bad. I honestly think it, it generally has a lot to do with just trying to take on too much at once. Habits are difficult to change. It's sort of like you know think about let's say you want to change your fitness regime or your work habits or whatever um if you wanted to let's say learn the clarinet for example you wouldn't just give up after a week oh i didn't master the clarinet in a week because you know that's not a realistic goal but why so why do we treat ourselves The same way, like we expect to just massively change our habits or our lives uh, And then if it doesn't work or it's hard or we can't really figure out how to do it in a week or two We're just like, ah, fuck it So this is what I propose to you, All of Instead of trying to embrace It's good to have like big ticket goals if you want them If you want them I'm not saying you have to do, you don't have to do any of this You don't have to make big changes for the new year if you don't want to. If you're happy and content with where you are, good. Good for you. That's great. That's a great place to be. But um, I think it's good if you want to have, like, big, you know, giant goals. But maybe commit yourself to focusing on incremental change. I honestly think, you know, incremental change. Someone posted something on Reddit. Might have been in the Get Motivated subreddit. But it was just on basically, like the, um, the, the graph of, um, compound interest and how it just sharply goes up, uh, after a little bit of time. And so if you just focus on incremental change, you know, just kind of whatever you can get done in a day, even if it's, it's like when I'm practicing piano, some days I only have like 10 minutes, you know, like if Lydia and I are going out to dinner and I get ready before she does, and I have 10 or 15 minutes, I'll just go sit down at the piano and uh, noodle around for 10 or 15 minutes. Now, is that 10 or 15 minutes going to make me an expert piano player? No, but I got to check the box for the day. So not only do I feel good about myself because I actually did it, but it does, like, every little piece does contribute to the overall goal. So what if we just kind of approached life that way, like we embrace the incremental Because over time, which moves very quickly as we are living in 2020 now in the future, two months will go by before you know it, four months, six months, a year, two years, and all of those little incremental changes that you embraced on a a daily basis will add up and it will blow your fucking mind. (laughs) So give future you the gift of incremental um, positive deposits. I suppose you want to say, uh, you know, my, my fitness trainer, Tom, always just says like, oh, just make daily deposits. You're just making little deposits in your account, in the account of you. And then, you know, like the example being that if I make fitness deposits and then all of a sudden, you know, I go through like a month where I get sick and I'm traveling or something happens or I, you know, hurt my foot and I can't work out. I've made a bunch of deposits that basically allow me to sort of live off that savings for like, you know, however much time and then when I'm able and then I just kind of get back into it. That's why I don't stress about like fitness stuff anymore. I used to really freak out if if I, you know, if there was like three weeks where I couldn't do it or a month or whatever. Oh, i got to start all over. No, I don't start all over. Right? It doesn't matter. I just I do it when I can. I make the deposits when I can. And you can do that with your habits, too. So embrace incremental change there is so much power in what feels so small because those are the building blocks those are the molecules if you just looked at molecules if you looked at, at molecules through a microscope you'd go well what the fuck are these these aren't anything these are just little globs don't mean anything but then as you start to get more of a of a uh, a galactic view you see like oh my god these little tiny incremental things are the building blocks of everything so embrace your habit molecules (laughs) i hope this wasn't too rambly i didn't really think it out before i started saying it it's just all been kind of swirling in my head but i really do believe that embracing these kind of incremental changes will um help you achieve success because again when you try to make you know when you it's like If you want to embrace fitness, you're not going to get into shape in one session. So don't kill yourself in the gym. Or if you want to write a novel, you're not going to write it sitting down one time. So don't beat yourself up if you don't write the perfect novel in one session or a week. (laughs) You know, like those are the types of goals that when you put that kind of expectation on yourself... And then chances are you're not going to get in shape in one session. You're probably going to injure yourself or you're not going to write a novel in one session. You're probably going to hate writing after that because you're putting so much pressure on yourself. You're just kind of setting yourself up to fail for yourself. Because you're going to go, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't write a novel. I suck, man. Fuck this. I'm never going to do this. And then it's painful. And then you avoid it because you're ashamed. So don't – so – it's not about, um, it's just about the conversation you have with yourself and how you define success and how you accept your daily habits into your life. And then sooner or later, those little incremental things just become a part of you again. You know, they, they become a part of you. And then you will be a novelist or a piano player or a fitness guru or whatever it is that you want to to achieve. You, will, you can achieve what you focus on. So uh, feed yourself uh, good uh, habits, feed yourself a good personal inner dialogue, feed yourself, uh, make it easy for yourself to succeed by embracing incremental change. So there you go. If you can sort through any of all and all that stuff, I appreciate you listening to this. I hope you have a, a wonderful, happy, um, new year and, uh, and I'll see you in your ears real soon.
0: ID10T scanning complete. Enjoy your burrito.